Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Working all day in the Welcome to After Hours with Tifo and Luby. Jump to Forrest Michael Luby. Lubitz with you around the world on the Believe Podcast Networks and with the Super Bowl on the horizon. It's kind of interesting because uh, late in life, uh, after uh, doing this uh, kind of degenerate vernacular type of show for many, many years, uh, and the program directors used to come running down the hallways with sledgehammers ready to break the glass. <laughs> if you continue to talk about gambling, we're going to shut off the microphones. <laughs> You'll be out of here, DeForest. It's coming around. Right? They have security ready to escort you out of there. You witnessed it, uh, Luby, and uh, that wasn't it. all that long ago. And now no. all anybody wants to talk about is gambling. And I guess the same could be said for uh, this gentleman. Uh, kind of fell into things uh, like the times that he was way ahead of at one point uh, have kind of come around and, and now very much in vogue. And that is prop bets. Everybody uh, is into prop bets, especially uh, your uh, Luby uh, younger generation. Yep which uh, appeared to have no soul for a long period of time in terms of <laughs> musical taste and artistic taste. And uh, yet, I, I really I just royally respect the fact that uh, everybody's betting props right now. We welcome to the show, uh, After Hours with Defoe and Luby. Gentlemen, uh, Doug, the prop bet guy, uh, and um, uh, which would you prefer? Uh, do we refer to you as Doug or just prop bet guy? You know, I can't get used to people calling me prop bet guys, so you can just call me Doug, but thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> okay, but essentially your game is, is prop bets, and am I not correct in saying, I mean, uh, th this was great for us. All of a sudden, opportunity is coming our way that we never anticipated before because uh, we are the guys to go to when it comes to degenerate gambling talk. Uh, we've been doing it for a long, long time and experienced every ounce of pain that you can extract from uh, making wagers your whole life, but uh, prop bets have never been more in vogue is that not correct than they are right now? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's, it, it, you know, the Super Bowl is kind of the, the Christmas day of, of yeah. prop bets. And <laughs> every year, every yeah. year, it just gets better and better. There's just more and more out there. And, you know, with, you know, more states and more people getting, you know, involved uh, with gambling in general, just prop bets continue to, you know, become, as you said, more and more in vogue. Never forget. I mean, uh, I've had uh, various experiences uh, with it, both positive and negative. But uh, and I've told this story many times, uh, various shows that I've done. But uh, true, I I'm uh, finishing up a, a Super Bowl pregame show at uh, one location, and I was going to watch the game at Caesar's Palace, and they had mm -hmm. uh, this kind of people mover type of uh, you know thing uh, that that uh, went right over the casino. And as I'm making my, uh, in a way into the uh, casino to try and uh, watch the game somewhere in the sports book, uh, an outrageous roar uh, goes up all throughout the casino. Everybody's yelling and screaming. And I'm thinking, ah, shit, I missed a score here. I, I can't believe it. You know, they, somebody scored right away and it turned out it was the coin flip. And that was the reaction. <laughs> People were in like exactly. a frenzy, exactly. a crazed frenzy, like they were Janet Jones, uh, Gretzky's wife, who had five dimes with some New Jersey state trooper uh, on the coin flip uh, when he was uh, running an illegal bookmaking ring. And uh, unfortunately for her, her name was mentioned. But uh, I mean, it, it really, I mean, what are some of your favorite angles of the prop bet? Because, uh, you know, people used to think of that, but now... You know, you have all these different things with comparisons to other sports and uh, guys uh, scoring, uh, you know, getting more rebounds or more points, uh, you know, in, in a football game versus a basketball game. Uh, what, what are some of your favorite areas to target to, to try and make money on the prop bets? 
Yeah, so my, my specialty is, is with specific players, player props. Um, you know, I'm focused, you know, every book will give a stat for, you know, pretty much every skill position player in football, um, you know, rushing yards, receiving yards, passing yards, what, you know, receptions and whatnot. Um, it, when it comes down to the other types of props for the Super Bowl, like the coin flip or how long the national anthem is, you know, that's, I'm very, numbers heavy you know that's stuff you can't really quantify yeah. so I well there's a country you know, singer now if he brings a guitar it. i say the anthem goes over <laughs> but well, you'd have you to go. punch See, that yeah, bet up very go. late there i mean go. like he would, he would have to make his entrance for you to be able to make that judgment <laughs> exactly exactly but for me I, I really usually just stick to uh individual player props Okay, and uh, they're, they're, they're numerous now, whereas it used to be maybe who yeah. caught the first touchdown pass or uh, scored the first TD or which team was going to yeah. score first. Uh, you know, and of course, you, you have uh, essentially prop bets, uh, you know, with uh, every quarter being dissected in a variety of ways. Um, but but I, I see it goes very deep. I mean, uh, how do you make these determinations? And, and uh, my first curiosity would be, what, what is the number on uh, number of times Joe Burrow will be sacked by this ferocious Here's some foursome Rams defense in this game. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, you know, I take every line and kind of just dissect the numbers, come up with some base projections. You know, I use historical data, I use matchup data, and whatnot. So it's a tedious process for me. I love it. Um, to answer your question, though, I'm pretty sure that the number of Rams sacks is sitting at uh, four and a half. Ooh, four and a half. Wow, that's pretty high. Over. Yeah, that feels low. Yeah, but you remember how many times Tennessee got to him. So, exactly. you know, exactly. Aaron Donald, Von Miller, yeah, they, they 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 might have a field day. I mean, Cincinnati's offensive line, they you know they're going to have to really gear up for this one. Is that part of a promo for like Caesar's Sportsbook or something? They're just <laughs> giving you one. Four and a half, take the over. Uh, you know, as opposed to like maybe matching your first thousand dollar losing wager. <laughs> <laughs> that I haven't seen, but it, it might be. You know, you, you never know. All right, we're talking with uh, Dunk. Uh, he is the prop bet guy. So, um, I mean, what do you see so far? If uh, you're breaking this down statistically, I mean, uh, what are some of the early things yeah. that you're looking at in terms of uh, yeah, ways that a guy can make a score? In terms, you know, we're talking about a guy going over his rushing total or a passing total. What are some of the things you've zeroed in on already? Yeah, sure. So, so one of my favorite bets that I've already put in um, is Matt Stafford to throw at least one interception. You know, he led the lead <laughs> in the regular. That depends <laughs> if the other guys can catch. Yeah. Exactly. Well, <laughs> last week, yeah. So he did have one last week. He definitely should have had two. Um, I'll let that. You know, I'll, I don't want to rub that in for 49ers fans, but you know, over the course of the regular season, he did lead the league. He had 17 interceptions. Um, he actually threw 16 of those interceptions when the opponent wasn't blitzing. So it was really when the opponents were dropping into coverage. Uh, Cincinnati really doesn't blitz that much, and they have six interceptions so far in their three games of the playoffs. So they're, they've been around the ball. They're ball hawking. Um, it's the Super Bowl. You know, jitters could come into play. Stafford's never been in the Super Bowl. Pretty much the entirety of both teams haven't been in, in this game. So you know, it only takes one, but I do like Stafford to throw a pick. Do you expect Joe Burrow to have uh, a substantial number of passing yards in his game? Yeah, I do. I think he's going to have a nice game. It actually kind of correlates. I, I I bet the under on Mixon 
um, his rushing and receiving lines. Um, I think the Rams' rush defense is really good, and they're going to hone in on Mixon um, and make this offense one-dimensional. So, you know, if, if Cincinnati is going to move the ball, I think it's going to be through the air. I'm pretty sure Burrow's line is at two. I think it's in the low 280s right now. Um, I didn't bet it, but I do think he could definitely eclipse 300 yards in this game. All right, so you're, you're not dug inclined to, and. You know, we, we rely heavily on inside information, which we've only gotten once in, in this regard. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, a DJ friend of ours uh, called called me frantically. Now, this guy never calls me, and uh, I'm not inclined to answer yeah. the phone. So I thought maybe like a friend of ours had died or something. I see this guy's name pop up. Uh, and I'm sitting in a sports book at Caesars Palace, and the guy doesn't even say hello. He says, how much money do you have on you? I'm like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not carrying a lot of cash here. Uh, he wanted me to bet $10,000 on the first song of the halftime show that was going to be performed by Katy Perry, that it would be the song Roar, one of her hit songs. And I thought, well, right. you know, what kind of crazy Meshuggah, what drugs are you on? And, um, you know, he, he went on to tell me that he had a friend who was at the rehearsal and she had done Roar as the opening song. And that it was yeah. a seven to five proposition bet, uh, what what she would open with, and so I, I went up right. to the sportsbook manager at Caesar's Palace, and he laughed in my face when I suggested that I wanted to bet this proposition, but uh, we were able to bet it at, at some obscure, I'm not sure what country this book was based in, and I'm not sure that it even right. was a real country, but uh, we did get down on this uh, thing, and uh, sure enough, she came out on a lion. And uh, even though they had turned the sound down because they were taking all these halftime bets, she uh, comes out on a lion, and I'm assuming she's belting out, you know, a resounding rendition of Roar. So uh, that that paid off at seven to five. But 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 that's something that you absolutely need inside information on, uh, as opposed to uh, doing your own calculations. Oh yeah, I mean, you'd be surprised, you know, on Twitter, uh, which is an interesting place to say the least. Yeah. Um, yes. I get DMs all the time. Hey, my wife's cousin's best friend's roommate is the assistant equipment manager for the Rams, and he <laughs> he or she knows what color Gatorade is in is in the cooler. Oh, got yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, have you bet that? Have you ever uh, laid out uh, you know a couple of bucks on that? He said no. A no? couple of right. bucks, yeah, a couple right. of bucks just for fun, but nothing nothing serious. Yeah. I mean, can you really call that? That's interesting, right? Is, uh, I guess Carson Palmer, if he had made it to a Super Bowl, uh, I want to say that he never made a Super Bowl, Carson Palmer. No. Although uh, Cincinnati's, uh, yeah, they've only been to a couple before, and it was a long time ago. Uh, 1986, I think, was the last time. But uh, he, he you know, is famous for having the uh, guy mix up a certain type of Gatorade, so you, you would probably figure that you know you would have an edge on that one if they put that proposition bet forward on the Cincinnati <laughs> sideline. Exactly. I'm Exactly. I, you know, I'm surprised the ones that, you know, you can actually have insider information on that they even let you bet on it. But, exactly. you know, I mean, there are people out there who probably bet without the insider information. That's how the books are making money regardless. So those. All right. So what, on. what's your favorite crossover bet? I, I, I like those. I mean, we used to do it. Uh, there, there would be, you know, uh, bets uh, involving the NBA and the Kentucky Derby. As prop bets sure. on Kentucky Derby Day, um, what kind of do you do you get involved in any of the crossover bets involving like NBA games and statistics there versus uh, what's going to happen in the Super? Yeah, Bowl? absolutely. I, I absolutely will. Um, those usually come out later in the week, so I haven't seen those yet. But I'm pretty sure there's two NBA games that day on Sunday. Um, 
I'm sure there's other, you know, sports games, but those usually come out towards the end of the week when they have a little more clarity on the other games that are going on. But um, yeah, I'll definitely dive in, you know, something like last year, I think it was uh, something regarding like Fournette's rushing yards versus uh, Giannis's points or something like that. You know, it's, they come up, they'll draw up anything for this game. So um, I'll definitely be on the lookout for those. Steph Curry's uh, total number of points uh, versus uh, what the Rams score in a ballgame. Ah, what do you think? You I, no, yeah, I, I don't I know if that's going to be one of them, but, uh, <laughs> you know, th- those kind of things. Uh, yeah, you're right, Doug. They're, they're always yeah. fun. All right. Uh, well, where do people find uh, what, what you're uh, publishing and, uh, you know, uh, the yeah. information that you can give them with uh, Prop Ed Guy? Yeah, so all, all of my picks um, are on PicksWise.com. We have a a Super Bowl hub, so beyond my prop picks, you know, you get analysis, game picks, totals picks, parlays, everything. Um, check us out. It's pickswise.com, just the entire hub dedicated strictly for the Super Bowl. And, of course, we do every other sport, too, every day. So um, it's definitely a good resource for any better, you know, experienced or novice to, to check out. A lot of fun having you on. I wish you the best of luck. And, of course, uh, your followers, obviously, you have been cashing tickets on a regular basis with all your research. So, uh, Doug, the prop bet guy, uh, thanks so much for being with us on After Hours with Defoe and Luby. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. Have a good one. Thanks, Doug. Appreciate it. All right, thanks a lot. Prop bets, man. They, they have taken over. I mean, people love prop bets. In-game betting. Uh, oh, well, daily. I mean, that's like the thing. Bizarre. All that you, you see these uh, – Women dressed sometimes scantily clad, talking about some bench guy over under rebounds, and it's like okay, and that's like a daily thing. ESPN has all these shows where they'll have someone pop up and give the daily, you know, what will this guy go for? What will this girl go for? It's like wow, and you never saw stuff like that before, never. Our good friend, may he rest in peace, uh, the tremendous boxing writer and uh, boxing legend Burt Randolph Sugar was a huge fan of the crossover bets on Kentucky Derby Day with uh, NBA props involved, like number of lengths that uh, so-and-so would be behind Smarty Jones versus the number of rebounds that Kobe Bryant would have in a Lakers game. And you're like, really? (laughs) And and you're sitting there counting, okay, that's eight for Kobe. (laughs) Right? For sure. And, and, you know, here's uh, Sugar, and all he's watching is the last place horse to see if he's like more than nine – Links behind the leader there, which uh, turned out to be uh, the great aforementioned uh, Smarty Jones. But uh, people have a good time with that. Uh, the in-game yep. betting is insane. See, now, I, I like that. But uh, how fast do you have to be able to punch up a bet if you're in-game betting and you wanted to bet on a given play where they're going to run or pass the ball at uh, minus 110? I don't know. Run That's or pass the, the ball. Like, I get, like, if you're at the book, I guess, maybe you could hang by the teller. I, that's the in-game If you never get bet down, bets down like that, you would have to be on some phone app. Because yeah, uh, they, they, they don't move that quickly in the Las Vegas sports books. In fact, it moves rather slowly, I would have to say. It's a very pedantic pace on making bets, especially on the Super Bowl when you have nothing but fools lined up. <laughs> everybody wants to bet the game. Everybody wants to bet the game. Somebody's going to have some action on it. I, I, I told you that first time I was at a big Super Bowl party at uh, one of the big hotels in Las Vegas. And, uh, you know, I, I've only done it a couple of times. I kind of like to be on my own on uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Yep. And I watched the game uh, from uh, maybe if you're in Vegas, a variety of different places. It's always fun to kind of schlep around a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I, and uh, right as soon as it hit halftime, everybody gets up from their table and races 
races towards the exit. And I thought, oh, my God, I, I was going to take a leak. And, and uh, you know, it's going to be just jammed in the bathroom. Nobody was in the bathroom. The <laughs> line was empty there. They were all online to bet the second half. They ran from their seats to bet the second half because, uh, you know, I mean, especially those that were getting buried in the first half were thinking, uh, I got one last shot to get even. <laughs> See, now, it, it sounds like from the gist of everything that we've uh, listened to so far in terms of a variety of analysts that we've talked to, both on the, this show, After Hours, and uh, the show that is actually our regular hours, uh, which is 7 to 9 Eastern on ION Channel. And uh, you can Google the Depot show and find it. And we're on for a couple of hours uh, every morning uh, operating out of South Florida. But uh, it seems like if you were going to, like if you were handicapping a horse race, Luby, you would try to anticipate how the race is going to be run. Correct. Yes. So you, you want to, you know, try and anticipate or get a handle on uh, how this game is going to be contested in terms of the pace and uh, who, who's going to set that pace. And, and it seems like everybody is thinking the Rams will draw first blood in this ball game. Yes. The whole world seems to be under the assumption that the Rams will lead, and that Cincinnati is going to have to find a scratch and claw its way back into the ball game, much like they did against Kansas City, and uh, much like they did. Uh, well, they, they were well ahead in the uh, first round of the playoffs, uh, the postseason. They almost uh, gagged the game away. So, um, but it, it does seem that way. So, so would you not be inclined then to just bet Cincinnati in the first half? Well, a hundred percent. I was just going to say, like the fact that everyone's been all in, us included, on the Rams jumping out means it's going to be the Bengals for sure. Just yeah. to just to go against the media, who's always wrong to take. Always, I would, would like shoot. Someone should put it on the Bengals to either score first. Or lead at half. It was six years ago we were in San Francisco. And you know how I know that, Luby? I mean, that's your anniversary. Six years ago we were in San Francisco. I know that because yesterday was my sixth yeah, wedding anniversary. Yeah, anniversary, exactly. To the Mustang. <laughs> so uh, we ran from San Francisco and Radio Row to Las Vegas to get married and watch the Super Bowl. And uh, that was the uh, famous uh, Super Bowl where you had the Denver Broncos, right? With yes. Peyton Manning. Was Over that the six Panthers. years ago? Yes. Yes, it was. Against Carolina, yeah. And uh, it uh, turned out to be an absolute disaster for Cam Newton. And, uh, you know, the, the winning six years later, well, we're still here. We're still standing. Yes, you're still married, so that's a win. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the reason I brought this up wasn't so much to uh, celebrate the uh, wedding anniversary, although I'm very happy, happy to because uh, the Mustang yes. made a big score at a casino yesterday, which nice. was great. Nice. And that uh, kind of counterbalanced my uh, return to my losing ways uh, on the horses. That happened quick. Uh, but uh, we probably interviewed about 30 people on oh, yeah. Radio Row. Oh, yeah. And our standard operating procedure uh, was uh, to uh, go ahead and ask every person who they liked in the game at yes. the end of the interview, which is only logical, right? Yes. You're talking to a guy. And we, we had some great conversations there with a lot of different people like we do on the uh, Believe Podcast Network here yes. on After Hours. And then, you know, it was just like, okay, so who do you like in the game? Right? 20, I would say... I think it was like 29 out of like the 30, 31 people that we yeah. talked to uh, all said that uh, Carolina was going to win that ball game. Yes, yes. It was like everybody. Man. I mean, so all you had to do was go uh, Denver Moneyline and you would so cash did. a substantial ticket to, at a very, very nice price. And uh, sure enough, I mean, the public in general, and as we often say, if you could book the media's action, you'd be a rich person. So uh, I'm inclined to believe that Cincinnati will open up with the first score. Would you go ahead and make that proposition? I, I feel, sort of feel that way. We're all They're on get the on same top. page. I, I, with the game, I still lean Rams, but with all that stuff, the Bengals have come out slow like almost every game. <laughs> so this will be the game that they come out hot. Watch. Yes. 
And you'll remember, I mean, when, when the Bears in 1985 played the Miami Dolphins and occurred their only loss of the season in a classic matchup at the Orange Bowl, Danny was throwing a rock there. I, I don't know if Joe Burrow is quite in Dan Marino's category in terms of the quick release. But remember, everybody thought Marino, that they were taking out life insurance policies on Marino. Because uh, the Bears' defense was so ferocious, so yep. tenacious, so outstanding. I mean, they had led this team to just a series of blowouts uh, leading up to that ball game. Uh, Jim McMahon had the team rocking, and uh, everybody was uh, partying with Mike Ditka. And, uh, you know, it, it was just great. And uh, they were making videos and uh, all kinds of, uh, you know, celebrations going on, figuring they were going to go undefeated. And, and then Marino found a way to beat them, right, because they picked up the blitz. Does Cincinnati come up with some kind of a cure? Some kind of an option that works to offset the Rams' obviously overwhelming pass rush versus their poorest offensive line. That's the question. The million-dollar question, go. as they say. There you go, right? Buddy Ryan was a defensive coordinator there. I mean, he was punching people out on the sidelines. It was great. All right, uh, that's going to do it for uh, today's edition. Now, we're, we're leading into the uh, Super Bowl, and uh, I don't know. Can we call it the Super Bowl on the uh, broadcast, or is it just a big game no matter what? It's the Super Bowl. You just can't call it that during an, when you're doing a live spot or a right. recorded commercial. It's the big game. But it's right. still the Super so Bowl. You're allowed was, to say uh, Super You know, Jeff DeForest for uh, so-and-so Volkswagen. It is I, I couldn't game. say, yeah, you know what? They got a Super Bowl special yeah, that is unbeatable. Exactly. You cannot do that, no. All right, we're going to dodge that one then. Uh, we don't want to get a nasty <laughs> ledger of cease and desist from Raj or any of his attorneys, although they seem to have their hands full right now with other matters. Yes, yes, it is. All right, Luby, you have a great day. We'll do it again tomorrow well, here sir. on the I Believe Podcast Network. Uh, thanks for tuning in, people, and downloading After Hours with Defoe and Luby, Jeff DeForest, Mike Luby Lubitz, leaving you with the thought that I think everybody has to just have on their mind at all times. you got to believe. Hey, folks, Tony Segreto here. Let me ask you a question. What do you look for when you go out to eat? Good food, obviously. Friendly atmosphere, not too loud, but good energy, reasonable prices, and a place where you feel comfortable. All those ingredients, no pun meant there, are hard to find unless you're talking about the Texas Roadhouse. You see, they encompass all of those attributes. Really, really good food. Amazing atmosphere. Good for a family. Good for a date or just a night out for yourself. And prices that will make you extremely happy. Their ribs unmatched. Steaks hand cut every day. Everything, and I mean everything, is made on site, including their incredible bread. It's the one day, folks, that you can forget about low-carb diets. Trust me when I tell you, Texas Roadhouse, your restaurant, your destination, when you say, where should we go and eat tonight? Recently, we realized it's not just hurricane season that can hurt us. Any time of year, things can happen to your home or business. And the insurance company can be your friend, but they also can be your enemy. Horizon Public Adjusters, Justina Testa, are here for you to help this process go so much easier. Before you call the insurance company, call Horizon Public Adjusters and Justina Testa at 954-809-8752. Would you go into court without an attorney? So why would you go up against an insurance company without Horizon Public Adjusters and Justina Testa? Seven to ten times more money recovered with a public adjuster than if you went on your own. If there's no recovery, there's no fee, give them a call at 954-809-8752. Why go up against insurance companies alone when you can have Horizon Public Adjusters and Justina Testa on your side? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.